Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. So, uh, I don't know, it was about maybe six, uh, a few months ago. They, they, they moved all the uh, studios uh, mm-hmm. down the hall. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, in like six more months, we're going to move to new, new studios on the other side of the floor. And so for this temporary setup, because normally I could see Deborah. Th- oh, by the way, Ken's not here today. Uh, I could see Deborah through the, uh, through the glass, right, in her little uh, crazy news booth. <laughs> and then they, they moved her across the hall in the new setup, but there was a camera on her. And now I sit down, and your camera square has been replaced by a, a black screen. Oh, yeah. It's like you've gone dark. I have and, gone dark. And I thought, is this a camera now inside your head? Or uh, <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> you can see there's nothing much there. <laughs> is this what it looks like in there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not a lot going on today. So you're in a different studio, and uh, yes. we, we, can't, we can't hand signal each other. I nope. can't. I can't leer at you when you're not looking. No. None of that. Yeah, I can't make faces at you. No. I, I can't really even talk to Eric. Yeah, I'm kind of on my own today, maybe tomorrow, because they're doing some work in the temporary oh, news booth. So off the air, we can't talk to you through the intercom anymore. Well, I just heard Eric in my headphones <laughs> a few minutes ago telling me that he's going to be leaving my mic on, so I have to be careful. Oh, jeez. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I texted him back because I, I have to – it takes too long for me to figure out how to respond to him. Uh, so yeah, I it was know- funny. I said I literally <laughs> went to the intercom, said what I said to Deborah, and then I said to Ray, I said, I hope she heard me. And then two seconds later, I get a little ding on my phone, and it's a text from Deborah Mark saying, got it. Yeah. Right. But she she can't talk to you. I think no. there's a way. There There is some way. There's some panel in here that one of the um, engineers showed me. But I, are, I've got too many other things I've got to worry about in are, here. Are so you I, getting a message, by the way? 
now they've, they've cut off your video connection and the audio connection. Well, what's the message? I, I don't know. <laughs> What are you trying to say, John? They're, they're trying to separate you from all outgoing communications. I, I know. I, like, I haven't I, had it hard enough, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, in case you hear any disruptions uh, this afternoon, yes. that, that could be the problem. Yes. Uh, more than usual. <laughs> um, so uh, this cracked me up yesterday. And we're actually trying, and it's hard to do this sort of thing on short, short notice, but we'd love to get the governor of Virginia on the air, Glenn Youngkin. If you remember, he was the Republican who uh, surprised all the idiot political experts by winning the, uh, the, the governor's race in November. Uh, and uh, he is one of these uh, rare common sense type politicians. I believe he came from the finance industry. So he's, he's got a different brain. He's not one of these needy virtue signaling uh, Wokesters. Um, and I didn't know this. I, I'm, I don't think most people in Virginia knew this. But you know how uh, when Gavin Newsom starts to preen, when he really like spreads his peacock feathers because and he sticks his uh, nose in the air and thrusts his jawline out, and it's a sign that he's really proud of being first at something. Well, when California last week became first at banning gas-powered cars in 2035, and we've got a lot more on that coming up, things that you don't know, um, it turns out that everybody in Virginia discovered that they had passed a law last year that as soon as California bans gas-powered cars, then Virginia bans gas-powered cars. And the people in Virginia woke up and said, what the hell? <laughs> How'd this happen? Because nobody paid, you know, the news barely covers this kind of stuff and people don't pay attention anyway. And everybody thought, well, this is some long lost pipe dream. It's not actually going to happen. No, in, in, in a little over 12 years, supposedly, uh, gas powered cars, uh, well, you won't be able to buy anymore. Any new ones. And suddenly they found this out in Virginia. Now, Virginia is not California. So the uh, Republican governor, Glenn Youngkin, uh, released a statement yesterday, uh, and he, he said, in an effort to turn Virginia into California, liberal politicians who previously ran our government sold Virginia out by subjecting Virginia drivers to California vehicle laws. Now, under that pact, Virginians will be forced to adopt the California law that prohibits the sale of gas and diesel fuel vehicles. I'm already at work to prevent this ridiculous edict from being forced on Virginians. California's out-of-touch laws have no place in our Commonwealth. Mentioned California four times in that statement. How absurd and ridiculous this... And you see, what, what, what struck me about this is this is how this stuff plays in the rest of the country. I mean, Virginia is a relatively normal state. Uh, it's not the Deep South. It's not Mississippi. It's not the Northeast. And it's fit. It's split fairly evenly in the legislature, which is another thing I want to get into. Is, but, but, but the first reaction to normal people in a normal state is, this is bleeping ridiculous. Are you crazy? We can't drive a gas-powered car. We can't buy one. 
what are, what are you smoking? But here in California, it happens like, oh, well, it, you know, it's for the good of the planet, isn't it? And of course, as we know, and we'll keep saying this until, uh, you know, the end of days, there is nothing California can do to lower the uh, temperature of the planet's atmosphere by even one millionth of a degree. Absolutely nothing. We're too small and insignificant in a, uh, you know, 40,000 people in a, uh, a world of 8 billion and growing. We're not going to have any effect. It's all about preening, virtue signaling. Gavin Newsom's uh, peacock feathers. That's what it is. He seems like a religious leader. He's more virtuous than anyone else. But Glenn Youngkin is saying, in the real world, this doesn't work. And he says, House Republicans will advance legislation in 2023 to put Virginians back in charge of Virginia's auto emission standards and its vehicle marketplace. Virginia is not and should not be California. And I counted five disses of California in the statement uh, in total. Now, the, uh, the old governor is the one who signed the legislation, uh, Ralph Northam. You, you may remember him. They found pictures of him uh, wearing blackface, blackface when he was in school and admitting it and apologizing for it and then uh, claiming, well, that wasn't him anyway. And nobody can prove or disprove it, and the issue just wandered off. But uh, uh, the, the new governor, Glenn Youngkin, is just flat out called it ridiculous, and, and it is, it is uh, completely absurd. And ridiculous. And when we come back, there is, let's see which publication had this. There is a story today. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, in calmatters.org. They do a lot of good work. Fact-based work at calmatters.org. And I will explain to you why this cannot possibly implemented, cannot possibly be implemented uh, any time soon. Because, you know, uh, what's what's important here is in a little over three years, in 2026, there's a mandate that 35% of automobiles sold in California, 35% have to be electric. Um, uh, but, but, you know, the, the, and this is, this is going to cause a lot of problems for car dealerships and the automobile makers because they can't control what normal people want to buy. They can't, the government can't force us to buy these electric cars if they are not technologically ready to meet our needs. So all, all this coming up. John and Ken, KFI. So uh, as I mentioned, uh, Glenn Youngkin, the governor of Virginia, uh, blasted California and uh, implicitly Gavin Newsom because... It turns out that when uh, Newsom signed that bill to end the sale of gas-powered cars in California in 2035, that kicked in in Virginia as well because their old governor, Ralph Northam, did a copycat maneuver. They passed legislation uh, last year saying, well, whatever California does, we do when it comes to vehicle emissions. So when Newsom signed the bill for California— he basically signed the bill for Virginia, and everybody realized that a few days ago in Virginia. And he uh, and Glenn Youngkin, the current governor, said that the politicians who previously ran our government sold Virginia out by subjecting Virginia drivers to California vehicle laws 
Virginians will be forced to adopt California laws. Uh, I'm at work to prevent this ridiculous edict. California's out-of-touch laws, touch laws have no place in our commonwealth, and Virginia is not and should not be California. So he can get this passed in the House. Now, he's a voter too short in the Senate, and that could make this an issue uh, in, in the November elections, perhaps, uh, because it's 2119 Democrat in the Senate. Or, you know, maybe he can peel off a couple of Democrats who think this is nonsense. But he's hell-bent on, on getting this repealed next year because there's, there's – I mean, the copycat laws are really absurd. And this is not something I assume that Virginians want. Uh, it's just something – you know, we have we deal with this stuff all the time. I'm, I mean, what, what do we got – the story we're going to come – we're talking about later – uh, uh, another scourge we have is the no bail law is back. And perhaps they're trying to get it on a rush through the legislature this week. And the public is against no bail. Big majority. In fact, we voted against no bail just last year. So there's a lot of stuff that sneaks by. And there's always uh, someone pompously saying, well, the people of Virginia have spoken. The people of California have spoken. No, they haven't spoken. You just, you just did a sneaky backdoor maneuver and rushed something in when nobody was looking. But the practicalities of, of the electric car mandate is what I want to talk about. Um, because in 2026, 35% of automobiles are supposed to be electric. 35%. Now, that's, that's, that's a lot. We've got uh, 30 million cars on the road here. In California, and right now, even though California is by far the most popular state for electric cars, it's still a dud of a product in the eyes of most people because um, they've they've only sold uh, 1.3 million of these electric cars here in the state out of the 30 million that are registered. And to show you how unpopular electric cars are around the country. California has 43% of all the electric cars in the nation. We're only 12% of the nation's population, but we have 43% of the electric cars. Now, a lot of those electric cars are Teslas, and there's a lot of wealthy people in California, and Tesla has been the, been the new cool toy for the cool rich kids in the state. But outside of the cool rich kids, and there's a lot of them, and they're really warping the politics and the real estate prices. There's not much interest in this for all the reasons we've always talked about. And what's really wacky is if they force you into an electric car, first thing you're going to want to know is, well, where do I charge it? Where's the public charging stations? Now, some people could do it at home. However, um, there's a lot of people who don't have garages. Like virtually everybody in an apartment building. And, of course, much of the time we spend driving on the freeways. The range for many of these vehicles are not good. Again, outside of the Teslas. I mean, this whole thing, this whole this whole law is built as if everybody can afford and can drive a Tesla. And, and that they'll have these manufactured for us to drive. But most people don't have a Tesla. We'll never be able to afford one. And um, 
a lot of people do not have charging stations. I don't know what they're going to do with apartment buildings. And they say that California is going to need uh, 1.2 million public chargers uh, in about seven years, by 2030. Seven years. You know how many we have? 80,000. And a lot of those don't work. A lot of those were built years ago during another electric car hype period. And you see them sometimes, right? You, you go into like old uh, parking garages and you'll see these busted up relics, They're like museum pieces. But even if you counted all the charging stations that work and don't work, it's 80,000. And we need at least 1.2 million. Now, who's building those? Haven't seen a single story on that. Um, yeah, how about the electricity? We know this summer, and I bet you this coming week is going to be a good test, right? It's going to be a very hot week all across the state. I mean, it's going to be well over 100 degrees. Uh, in fact, Deborah, Woodland Hills, 110 by the end of the week. Oh, I know. I'm going to be melting. Yeah. So there's going to be enormous amounts of electricity. I mean, you, you probably use a lot of air conditioning I to keep do, yourself. I do, it's so friggin' hot where I live. Right, you have to keep yourself pampered. And yes, I do. You, well, don't, you don't want to sweat. I don't like sweating when I'm sleeping. No, it makes your makeup run. You don't want yeah, that sort my of... my hair gets all messy. Sure. So uh, electricity is going to hit our peak, and then we're going to hear those silly flex alerts where they say, hey, at the time of day where you most need electricity, don't use it because we are a bunch of incompetent boobs at the state and we have wildly mismanaged the electricity supply because we have to kiss the rear ends of every environmental whack job who uh, has lobbying money. And so we've created this shortage of electricity. And so Newsom has quietly ex is extending the life of our last nuclear power plant for another 10 years. He's quietly extended the life of three gas-powered plants, all these generate electricity, because he had to, because otherwise it was going to be blackout city all over the state. So, you know, his, his silly green dreams are running up against a brick wall of reality because the nuclear and, I'm sorry, the, uh, the wind and solar are not producing enough energy, which, you know, we've been telling you for years. It's not going to, and now that day is here. So now they're going to have very hot days, they have to ration power. We actually live in a state where they ration power. Um, the only place I've ever been where they did that sort of thing was when we went on a trip to uh, Central Africa years ago to go on a safari. And we were staying, at, we were waiting at an airport. We had about three hours before our plane was going to lift off. And at the airport, the electricity went off about a half a dozen times because they don't make enough. I believe we were in Kenya or Tanzania. I forget exactly which airport we left from. So uh, they were constantly shutting off the electricity. It's good. It's, we're getting there maybe this week. So we're run like a poor third world country. And it's entirely because of all the woke environmental politics that's been going on for many years. So we, we did get run off into the ditch here. Now, on top of that, you're having this uh, huge number of electric cars that they're going to try to force manufacturers to sell. So California's electricity consumption is going to surge by as much as 68% in the next uh, 20 years or so. But the power grid, 
needs massive investments. Well, where's the investments coming from? They, they don't. They, I, I'm not aware of money being budgeted to greatly expand our power grid, nor money being budgeted to build all these charging stations. And I don't know how they're going to get uh, car manufacturers and dealers to forcibly sell cars because would you buy one if there aren't many charging stations? Would you buy one if there's not enough electricity? You might as well just keep your, your current car for as long as possible. They will last a long time. You don't have to trade them in every five years. Or you could buy a used car. And, boy, the prices of those are going to go shooting up. You might want to buy some of those. You might want to, if you have room in a garage, you might want to buy an extra car now. Because in 2026, if all this goes through, if they don't back away, it's going to be chaos. Because you don't have the, uh, and you don't have the materials to build the electric cars, which we've gone through many times. And we'll be talking about this again and again. Telling you the truth, you can go look this up yourself. Uh, it's, a, it's a lot of gas and hype, and they're simply not practically going to be able to do it. And Virginia and Glenn Youngkin, their governor, doesn't want to go down that road. They're going to watch California. We're, we're the experiments here because nobody in our state resists anything. Johnny can't cafe. Chaos in California. Steve Gregory going to be on after 3 o'clock in Temple City. One man was shot. Guy comes home and finds two armed robbers in his house. And there was also two other people tied up on a, with a zip tie inside. Uh, two, two of them, uh, the two were women. There was a baby in the house, too. So he's going to talk about that crime coming up after uh, 3 o'clock. Here's uh, one on the west side uh, of L.A. in the Venice area. You know, there's uh, a tight race to replace the uh, idiot Mike Bonin in the L.A. City Council, who's uh, destroyed much of the west side with his uh, support for uh, criminals and the insane, the homeless, the drug addicts, and there's a lot of neighborhoods that have suffered uh, terrible degradation. Um, and there are there are a lot of places in Venice that are that are frightening. And there was another bizarre crime uh, a few days ago. It's a true story. In Venice, guy goes on a rampage Wednesday evening, chased a woman, female parking attendant, and then threw a scooter at a second person just a block from a growing homeless encampment on Venice Boulevard and Pacific Avenue. If you live there, you probably know this place. You know, these are our fellow Angelinos, our brothers. Well, uh, this particular fellow Angelino, this is, how, this is what somebody described what he did. He just went nuts, yelling profanities while chasing a parking attendant in the parking lot. He then ran back towards the mini store, picked up a scooter, and threw it at the guy. Fortunately, the guy caught the scooter and started chasing him. <laughs> they actually arrested this guy, but, gee, do you think he's still in jail? Hmm. I guess the arrest is just to break the momentum. Uh, four police cars, eight cops showed up and uh, interviewed, uh, interviewed the two victims. The guy was wearing this the guy was wearing, according to a witness, what looked to be a brand new blue suit that was too big for him, which means he somehow acquired a stolen suit. Somebody stole a suit. 
and this guy ended up with it. Maybe he stole the suit. I don't know. Probably one of these uh, one of these uh, robbers who uh, bursts in stores and runs off with expensive stuff. A new blue suit. Uh, the eyewitness says there's always crazy stuff happening around here. I feel sorry for the group of tourists who watched the chaos from across the street in complete disbelief. Do people um, plan their vacations anymore? If you're coming to California, you should not be wandering around Venice. I mean, that's uh, that's terrible. So, the, so this guy's running around in a new suit, throwing scooters at people and screaming. As I said, there's an election to replace Mike Bonnet. There's a great candidate named Tracy Park, and she's in a tight race with a complete doofus, a, a, a Bonin mini-me, a Bonin protege. His name is Aaron Darling. He's not a woman. He's a man. Aaron Darling. You do not, if you're on the West Side, vote for that guy. If you are at all appalled by a guy uh, chasing women and throwing scooters at men down the block from a uh, ever-burgeoning homeless encampment, you want Tracy Parks. You do not want Aaron Darling. Or that homeless encampment eventually is going to expand to your front lawn. Speaking of tourists, they had a similar, even worse problem on Hollywood Boulevard today. Actually, early this morning, 1245 a.m. 17-year-old suspect was shot and killed by another gunman near the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They had to close Hollywood Boulevard. Near Sycamore. Uh, police got a report of a shooting in progress in the 7,000 block, and they found a uh, teenager mortally wounded on the sidewalk, and there was a handgun next to him. Uh, they rushed him to the hospital, but he was pronounced dead. Um, and another unidentified suspect got away, they had confronted a group of people at Hollywood and Sycamore. And the group ran away from the shooters, and the second male suspect fired shots at the group running. The deceased shooting victim was likely armed and possibly fired at the victims who ran away. So I don't know if these were two gangs, but I don't know who shot this kid. But... Uh, Looks like it was two against a group, and one of the two ended up uh, with a deadly bullet. So they shut down uh, in both directions between Orange Street to La Brea Avenue. <coughs> Deborah, have you gone to Hollywood Boulevard lately? I have not been to Hollywood Boulevard in a while, oh, but oh. I, I, I think, I don't know, maybe it was about six months ago, but it was a little scary. Yeah, d yeah don't go. We've gone to Hollywood Boulevard uh, three times since May because we like going to uh, the Hollywood Bowl. And the problem is, because of when I get off work here, we're always showing up, you know, half hour, hour before the show. And by then, all the parking spots are taken at the Hollywood Bowl. And the parking at the Hollywood Bowl is a nightmare to begin with. Because I, I can't deal with the stacked parking. Oh, I hate that. I know. My wife and I, we can't do it. But the garage across the street is already taken. They, then you drive down, um, I guess it would be Highland Avenue. And there's a couple of hotels, like the Holiday Inn, that will, will let you park in their garage. But the last time we went there, they wanted a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. Okay, that's crazy. Okay, so you you can't park at Hollywood Bowl because they're 
stupid layout there. The garage is full across the street. The the Holiday Inn is a hundred dollars. A couple of years ago, when I did do it, it was thirty five, which I thought was way too much. But triple that. Yeah, no way. So then we drove down to Hollywood Boulevard, and there's a couple of lots there. Get out of the car. Well, first of all, when we got to the parking lot, there was a crazy guy pretending to be a parking attendant. <laughs> and he was like he wanted our money. <laughs> I guess I think he was charging $20, right? Yeah, I, that's that's the going rate around there. And my, my wife looks looks at another guy and says, does he work here? And the other guy, no, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Well, don't give him the $20 then. <laughs> and the thing is, the second guy who really was working there wasn't, do anything, wasn't doing anything to chase the first guy away. I was going to say, why did he come over to you and collect the money? Why did he? That doesn't even make sense. Because the real employee is afraid of the crazy guy. Ah, so it. the crazy guy is now the greeter, mm. and the crazy guy tries to skim off $20 from people. So if you pay him the money, then you got to pay the real guy, I guess, another $20. And, uh, and this was our best option. And so you go pay a hundred bucks. Or we go pay yeah, or we go pay a hundred bucks to the holiday inn. And I'm thinking, you know, this this just isn't worth it anymore. It is so nice being inside the Hollywood Bowl, but the the outdoor area, the outdoor neighborhood, it is it's it's a psychiatric institution. It's a public psyche a public psych ward. And then walking down Hollywood Boulevard, oh my God. You just cannot believe the freaks, just human freaks. It's like being in a zoo. I I, I don't know how to describe this, but I, I've never seen this kind of behavior in humans before. I, I wouldn't even call it animals because uh, even animals don't behave this way. And, of course, they're all freaked out on all kinds of drugs. They're on fentanyl and they're on LSD and meth, obviously, and and they're drunk. It's like, oh man! And then you know when the show's over at ten thirty, you got to walk in the dark through yep. this crowd. Mm-hmm. And you know every time we do it, it's like never again. We're not going to do this again. And so I I just I I, I if if I go to a show at the Hollywood Bowl, I'm going to have to take a day off because there's no way. Even if you come in at six thirty for a seven thirty show. You 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 might die. You got a reasonable chance of dying, or getting assaulted, or God knows what. And I I'm just shocked because that is one of the top tourist attractions in the city, obviously, like Venice is. And I felt like you know the Venice people who watch the mayhem going on with the guy throwing the scooter. It's like you just stand there in disbelief. You can't believe human beings behave this way. I think you need to invest in a taser when you go. Just the sound will yeah. scare people. May, yeah, except I don't know what they're what what kind of return fire. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. He also can't bring that into the concert. No, with him. Oh, I forgot. That's right. Never mind. Is that what you it. do? You, you <laughs> yeah. What do you sneak into concerts, Deborah? <laughs> no, it's just because I have Taser on the brain because I I have it with me when I walk my dogs and I'm just I'm trying to figure out a way to help John <laughs> so he's not so stressed out when he goes to the Hollywood by, Bowl. By the time we get there, we're exhausted. Oh, and then and then the Hollywood Bowl, which I love going there, but they have long, long, long lines to get through their metal detectors. Oh yeah. You know, it's like well, people who go to the Hollywood Bowl are above average peaceful, right? But we're all getting, you know, we're getting wanted, and we have to go through the metal detector. The crazies out on Hollywood Boulevard, nobody's checking on them. 
they actually have the weapons. But no one is 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 testing to see, you know, what they're armed with. So they just passed uh Oh, I got to take a break. Well, I'll finish up when I come back because um, I want to give you the crime statistics for that section of Hollywood in case you hear George Gascon telling you that uh, crime is down and no bail is a great policy. Steve Gregory on the Insanity Beat. Uh, apparently one guy was uh, shot and two residents zip-tied up. Home invasion and robbery early Sunday morning. Oh, that's a nice start to a Sunday, huh? In Temple City. He's on that story, and he's going to be giving us a report at 3 o'clock. I was in the middle of telling you, but the absurdity in Hollywood, where there was a shooting early this morning, and a 17-year-old w- was shot, and that that you know the tourist area where the Hollywood Walk of Fame is, and all the other attract- attractions, is uh, an outdoor psychiatric ward. And I was just talking about trying to go to the Hollywood Bowl, and you know if you're out of luck with parking, you end up on Hollywood Boulevard, and you got to walk about a half mile. But uh, that's fine as long as there weren't all these zombies and mental patients running around screaming. So it is bad there. And despite the lies from uh, Gascon, the L.A. City Council has been forced to spend uh, another $216,000. Councilman Mitch O'Farrell is spending this money. It's his office uh, to, to add more officers. That's his area. Good job, Mitch. Uh, I believe he was a defund the police guy not too long ago. <laughs> hey, what happened to all those defund the police politicians? Where'd they go? Huh? Where are they hiding now? Well, get this. This is Mitch O'Farrell. Mitch O'Farrell was the former cruise ship dancer. Okay? That's what you want. Well, you know, you, you turn a cruise ship dancer into a local politician. What do you think's going to happen? Uh... According to O'Farrell's, uh, O'Farrell's own numbers, there has been a 75% increase in homicides this year. A 35% increase in shots fired compared to last year. Robberies are up 19%. Theft has jumped 24%. Wow. Should we go through those numbers again? Mr. Gascon? Just in Hollywood. increase in homicides, 35% increase in shots, robbery up 19%, theft 24%, and they're going to spend an extra $200,000 on more cops. I don't know how many cops you get for that. Maybe, what, one extra guy a shift? And this is, how long can this last before the tourism goes down to zero? I mean, how many times are people going to hear stories of, you know, the guy getting shot in Hollywood, the guy getting a scooter thrown at him in Venice, and tourists standing around horrified. This this can't go on forever. And, of course, some of this is fueled by the no-bail uh, policies uh, that we have in California, uh, which are going to make a statewide comeback if the no-bail law gets passed again. And we've been covering this. This is a very important week in Sacramento because it's the last week that legislators can pass bills. Um, The deadline to introduce bills, I think, is back in January. But 
they can use a process called gut and amend. Gut and amend means you take a bill number, you erase whatever was inside that bill, and you, then you amend it by replacing it with a, another totally unrelated idea. They're cheating, but the rules allow for cheating. Anyway, this, this new bill, and it's called Senate Bill 262, this is out of Bob Hertzberg's colon, and uh, this is no bail. Now, he tried to pass this a year ago and withdrew it after a guy out on bail up in the Sacramento area uh, killed a woman, uh, killed her dogs, raped her, and burned her house down. He'd been out on bail. So no bail got a bad stink to it for a while. And then there was a referendum on no bail. And the public voted against the Nobel concept. So that was that was two big strikes. But it doesn't stop Nobel Bob Hertzberg. Uh, he's got a uh, he's making another run, and he's got to get it in by Wednesday. Um, it can be heard anytime today or before the end of the session this Wednesday. And so coming up later in the show at around four o'clock, we're going to talk with uh, Patricia. When Schoonis, and she's going to talk about uh, the current, because uh, she's with a victim's rights group. And Bob Hertzberg lies like Gascon lies, claiming that uh, no bail actually lowers crime. I mean, he said, he said this stuff on our air. In fact, he hung up on us about a year ago. Because they have, they have there's, there's, a, there's a whole new policy uh, that, most people in public life have adopted. It's just, you just lie really loudly. You just make stuff up. There's some woman today in the Orange County Register. Uh, Maybe I'll read this later. I don't know. I don't want to give publicity to these crazy people anymore. And she wrote a whole column on how um, letting people out of prison early, not incarcerating them, not having bail reduces crime. It's been proven. Here's the statistics. And it's complete fiction. I don't know what else to say. They're literally making stuff up. You walk down Hollywood Boulevard, you walk down you know, Venice Boulevard, you know there's lots of bad things happening. And it's not just the concept of crime and the statistics. It's that it's really frightening to walk down these roads. And it, it didn't used to be that long ago. But it's really scary if you get hit by the scooter or you get caught in this gunfight on Hollywood Boulevard. It, it's, it's the fear. It's, it's the, you, you can't enjoy. You can't go where you used to go. You can't even live there. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that coming up. And uh, immediately now, after 3 o'clock, uh, Steve Gregory, and there was a, a home invasion in Temple City. One guy shot, two others were tied up. We'll get into all the details next. On the John and Ken Show, Ken's away today. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866 866- 
691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print, or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash Parity Flex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.